All right, we're good. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Plockin' in the Popcorn. I'm your host, Katie. And today I'm here with uh, some very special guests because it's a um, special episode for me. It's six-month anniversary podcast episode. Um, I've uh, been doing this podcast since May 30th of this year. How's everybody doing tonight? Woo! Wonderful. Happy to be here. Doing good. Wonderful. I'm happy to Thank be here, you. too. You're welcome. And you guys have been on... Um, and Mark supported me um, when the podcast is really small, and then everybody else has been on a couple of episodes with me. So we're just going to reminisce and talk about some of our favorite movies and some of the podcast episodes and stuff like that. So, so uh, what do you guys like about um, about the podcast that I've done so far? I just love how diverse you are in everything that you watch. It's like so impressive the stuff that like you'll go from horror to sci-fi to like classic films. Like I the, the thing I love about popping the popcorn most is that you cover everything and you speak about everything like so well. Thank no matter you. what the genre is. Thank you. Anybody else like have how, anything? I like how positive you are in your reviews. Like sometimes the movies you'll be reviewing are obviously maybe not as well made as others, maybe they're lower budget and you always have something good to say about them, no matter how, um, you know, I don't want to say bad, but however, no matter what other people might think about them. And then if you ever have anything negative to say, it's usually maybe I just didn't get it. It's never like a legit negative thing. It's always, always positive. You can find something good in just about any, any film. And I think that's really cool. I'm kind of the same way. I have a hard time being mean when I criticize movies. I am too. Well, it's because of how much work goes into it and how much yeah. work everybody puts into it. I don't want to like say, Oh, this is crap. And then, you know, yeah. Yeah. Anybody else? So again, I, here at Chiwine, again, Katie reached out to us right when we were starting to. So again, along with the, the podcast is how supportive you are of the community is just absolutely spectacular. Again, I, we love the podcast. We love hearing about Disney. We love hearing about Star Wars. We love hearing about all this stuff. But you, Katie, as an individual, have made the community better by you being part of it. Absolutely. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. K Katie, you, I don't think anyone knows Disney films better than you. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I've, I have listened to one episode in particular where you actually went through I think it must have been the entire Disney catalog from the 1940s to the present, you know, in regards to what you liked about the the movies and um, the type of movies that were made at that time, you know, was interesting. You know, some may not have been, you know, it, you know, mm -hmm. it, it really depends on the, on the time frame back in the day. You know, there's some things that may not be, uh, may not work in this time period, but you talked about each decade and you talked about the Pixar films, you talked about the early Disney films. So I just enjoy listening to you because you, you know, you've seen a lot more movies than I have. So I can learn a lot from you in regards to, to Disney. So I, I just, I admire your passion for films and especially for Disney. So that's what Thank I like most about this podcast. Thank you. Um, I just, I just like to do um, all different kinds of films and stuff like that, just because sometimes there might not be something out there that no, somebody doesn't know of or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Keith, what do you what do you think? Do you um I know you like Star Wars. What did you think of the um Lego Star Wars, the new terror one? 
the Halloween one. That was awesome. Has anybody else seen that one? I have not. I don't watch the Lego Star Wars stuff. Together. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> I've never tried. We'll have to watch those. I am okay. falling. I'm falling behind on on that. Oh, it was really good. I liked it. What did yeah. you like about it, Keith? Yeah. Well, I honestly thought it was great how they took the the tale of how Luke blew up the Death Star and just put a whole reverse spin on it, and he still blew up the Death Star, yeah. Yeah. and he yeah. didn't even mean to this time. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it was a good mix of uh, stories that are canon, considered canon, and then there was one story in particular that was definitely not canon, but it was just fun to watch. You know, to me, it felt like a what if episode. So the 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 episode was what if we like joined the empire. You know, so uh, if you have not seen it, I, I highly recommend it. But I I, I think it's um you know is is very well made. You could tell um, the creators behind it love Star Wars, and they reference you know. Speaking to what you like, Katie, you know, you're a horror film buff. There mm -hmm. are references in the episodes to different horror movies. So I'm sure, it, well, you've seen it, but, and you've probably yes. caught the, uh, yes. the references yes. yeah, to other horror films. So that was pretty cool. Yes, I did. Did you guys see it, Shewan? No, no, we haven't, we haven't got a chance to see it yet. The last Lego one I think we watched was, I think it was on last Christmas. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I think it was last the Christmas. Christmas yeah, that one was came Christmas out last special. year. Yeah, yeah, that yep. came out last year. Yeah, I know we really loved that one. But again, that was, again, almost a year ago. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so, what, um, so you guys can ask me some questions, too, if you guys like. You have any questions for me? You guys like to ask? So, Katie, sure. what, was, what would you say was the movie that made you fall in love with film? Like, what was um, the first movie that you saw that you remember that, like, you were hooked on movies? I was five years old, and my parents, I don't know why, but they took me to see Edward Scissorhands in the movie theater. And I just fell in love with, like, with, like, uh, Tim Burton, the way he's one of my favorite directors, but the way that he directs and seeing, like, uh, um, I guess it's not really, like, a horror film, but... I don't know what it's called exactly, but it was like the first time I could remember <laughs> falling in love with uh with like movies and just like in general, just like um just seeing how like they make the movie and how it's directed and how different like all the scenes were. And actually one of the scenes was um filmed in Lakeland, Florida, which is four hours from me. Wow. Has anybody else seen that movie? Oh yeah, yeah. multiple times. We do have it on DVD. No, oh my gosh, I'm a terrible. I've never shown her Edward Scissorhands. I'm a bad parent. She made a mistake. Oh. <laughs> no, he's not seen it either. You know, so that's fine. That's fine. He has time, plenty of time. That's so good. I think that was rated PG-13. It is. I think I was 12 or 13 when that one was in the theater. I was in middle school. I remember seeing that with my parents though, and. Uh, that was probably, I had seen Beetlejuice, obviously, that was when I was like eight or nine when that one came out, and I remember thinking, this seems a lot, very Beetlejuicey to me, and I didn't know at the time, like, how directors work, and that they have their own styles, and, and you know, with that, but I was like, whatever this is, I like it, 
And that was right. when I kind of fell in love with Tim Burton. And he's always been one of my favorite. And Danny Elfman is the, the music writer. Um, that, that combo is just magic. And I love both of them. They're fantastic. Yeah, Danny Elfman is a, one of my favorite composers. He's amazing. Mm -hmm. oh, Shewan, have you guys seen it? What did you say, yeah. Keith? He did The Simpsons. Yes. He did. He did the Simpsons. Exactly. And it took him like five minutes to write it. He said he's best known for something that took him five minutes to write, like offhand. He just he came up with it and was like, "There, there you go. Here, I've got other things to move on to." And that's and that's probably what he's best known for. That's very yeah, yeah, yeah. Keith is 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 into Simpsons right now. So you're on season thirteen. Season fourteen. They're like. 40 or 50 seasons of The Simpsons? There's <laughs> yeah. only 30. Yeah, it's, it's been on the 32nd season. Time. Yeah. yeah. I was in the sixth grade when that show premiered. I remember. I was five. And I'm 43 now. And I started watching The Simpsons in sixth grade last year. So that's been on for a long time. I remember when a Bart Simpson t shirt in school was controversial. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've, actually, I've actually seen people I've actually seen kids around school wearing Bart Simpson shirts. It probably is not nearly as controversial as when probably I was in not. middle school. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of like, when, okay, well that's a shirt. It was a dress code violation when I was in school to wear wow. the Bart Simpson shirt. I'm, I'm, it my shirt, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure I got in trouble for saying yeah. eat my shorts. Too. I think yeah. we all did. Right. We all did. We all did. <laughs> I've yeah, I think, I think we all got in trouble for that once. I think I said it to to like my friend or something like that, and then I got in trouble for it. <laughs> yeah, I can remember thinking so many kids, their parents didn't like The Simpsons and they didn't let them watch it because they thought it was just not wholesome. And I've yeah. gone back with my own kids and we've binge, binge watched some of it. And it's like, this is actually, it's very wholesome in its realism. And you look mm -hmm. at things that have happened over the last 32 seasons, 32 years since it's premiered, and how much things have changed. It's like, this is actually a pretty wholesome show. Yeah. At yeah. least it's realistic, yeah. and but the parents stay together, and they, they support their kids no matter what their feelings are. And I'm like, it's actually a pretty good show. Yeah. It's right. Funny. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and Shewine, do you like The Simpsons, or have you seen The Simpsons? Oh, yeah. We've seen a lot of it. Oh, yeah. We, I, again, I... I think we still have the big before streaming. We had the big old uh, uh, DVD sets of it, box sitting on our shelves, the huge box sets. And again, I have them in the next room. You I know exactly. What I'm, those are beautiful box sets. They're really well designed. They're really cool. They look great on the shelf. Um, my it son is. is starting to watch it. He's seven, so he's starting to get into it. Um, but again, it's hard to get him away from uh, Minecraft YouTubers. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's an addiction. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of YouTube, Katie, I have a question for you. Sure. You just started your YouTube channel and are already exploding with getting like 40 subscribers in like a week. Congratulations, Katie. So Thank I just you. want to kind of figure out what inspired you to do this. Well, I um I was just like, uh, why not try and and just like post videos of me reviewing stuff um, instead of like always writing them down. So when I watch a movie, I have notes and then I just record myself. And I was just like, maybe people would want to see something like that, something that they've never heard of or or seen or something like that. And so that's what made me want to get into it. Mm -hmm. 
Well, oh, keep, it's amazing how ahead. movies bring us together, isn't it? They just like, they're mm-hmm. so this universal human experience and we can all find something different in them, but we can also come together. Like they bring mm-hmm. people together. I think that's why people like them. Absolutely. Keith, you wanted to ask something? Yeah. What made you want to start a podcast? Um, so what made me want to start a podcast was um, I just wanted to um, go into people's lives and just like uh, just make them happy for like an hour or 30 minutes and just uh, talk about movies and just my passion for movies and the love that I have for people. And that's what made me want to start my podcast. And then also watching my friends do podcasts and stuff like that. And I was like, hey, I could do something like this. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Katie, are you from Florida? Did you grow up in Florida? Yes, I grew up in Florida. I was born and raised in Florida. Got it. How many times have you gone to Disney World? Oh, I've gone a million times since I was (laughs) was like five years old. Katie told me a fun fact uh, before anyone came on air, because we're Northerners. I'm a Pennsylvanian myself. Katie told me she has never in her life seen snow. Wow. Wow. Woo! That is insane. We got like three feet when we lived in New Jersey. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was that winter storm Jonas in 2016. Yeah. January 2016 or 17. We had two other. feet in yeah. our front yard. We were renting a dairy farm. <laughs> I was like, I was going to the neighbor's house and my sister, she was like, oh, wait for me. So she was snow. like sinking in the snow. And she's so like, wait much. for me. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Yeah, wow. I've never seen snow, so I'll come visit all y'all and and we'll hang out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. How good. about that? And that's crazy. What can you tell us? Uh, you know, you said you've been to Disney World quite a few times. What's one of your favorite moments going to Disney World? What was something that you remember that you'll never forget? Um, walking there. Walking down Main Street for the first time with uh with my mom a couple years before she um passed away. Um, was was one of my favorite memories, and we were just there, just like having a girls' day at the Magic Kingdom, and we rode some of our favorite rides and stuff like that. And that's one of the memories that I have, and that's one that I'll always have with my mom. Wow, beautiful! That's awesome. So, Katie, let's go in a different direction. What is you always talk about your favorite rides? You have a button to just demolish a ride at Disney World so it's disappeared <laughs> off the planet to make room for a brand new ride. What ride are we getting rid of? I would get rid of Dinosaur. I don't like that ride. <gasps> I don't know. Oh, yeah. Nobody yeah. tell. Yeah. It's like it's Nobody nice. tells nothing, who? Nothing can stop Indiana. I was like, just don't the, don't the tell Dwayne. Stuff. Don't tell Dwayne. Don't okay. share. <laughs> Dwayne loves <laughs> Dinosaur. My co my co host loves it so. Uh, we'll just we'll edit that part out for him. Dwayne's, <laughs> Dwayne's gonna kill me when what he, he listens to the podcast. So, that is, I, I'll be honest. That is one of my favorite rides too, at the uh, Animal Kingdom because it never has a line, and you can get some great true. pictures on it. Our yep. son loves that. Ride. We have to go on it three, four times in a row. It's only like a five minute wait. Now, yep. what I will say is, I'm very eager to try out the Indiana Jones iteration over on the West Coast. Oh, it's, it's so much, it's the same track, but it's so much better. Yeah. Just sucker, so yeah. She's never ridden the dinosaur, but she's ridden Indiana Jones and she likes Indiana Jones. Yeah. And I was saying it's the Indiana Jones ride, it's just a different theme. Yeah. So but it's I would, the, I would try 
Yeah. I would try the Indiana Jones ride. The only reason why I don't like dinosaurs is because it makes me really sick, and I just can't ride it. I mean, like, I like the scenery and stuff of it, but it just makes me really sick. I just can't ride it. I get motion sick on it. I haven't ridden it in at least a decade, and I would worry about what it might do to my back, because I'm not the same person I was in my 30s. It's rough. <laughs> it's a rough ride. I've never yeah. been on it, so I wouldn't know. I'm scared to try and, it now. <laughs> and then Keith and Kerwin have never been on it either. You know what? I'll tell you. I The last time I've been to Disney World was in 1999. Wow. That's a I while ago. And That's I am not taking the boys to Disney That's, World either. So I'm hoping. 22 years. Very good. You do good man. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell yeah. you. As, Absolutely. As yeah, much so fun as it is to go yourself, there is nothing like experiencing it through the eyes of your own children. That that's ah, for yeah, me where right, all the yeah. feels come from. It's hard for me not to cry when we first lay eyes on the castle and I see the kids seeing the castle when we see the first parade. All those things that nice. you that you can remember when you were a kid, you see it through your your kids' eyes. It's mm. a whole it just makes it worth it. And it makes me realize this is why my dad always did it for us. It wasn't for him, it was for us. And to see that in our sure. eyes. Right. And Kerwin, you're going to cry when you see the Millennium Falcon for the first time. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I did. I bawled. I bawled. Like I, I had to, I, it took my breath away. Yep. And then, so I rode Smuggler's Run. We had an annual pass holder preview and I was dressed. I'm going to, I'm going to send you guys a picture. My wife and I Disney bounded as Han Solo and Princess Leia. Yeah. And so <laughs> we get in line and the cast member looks us up and down and he goes, you're going to wait for a pilot. And I'm like, oh, whatever. And he's like, no, no, no. You have to fly. You're dressed as Han Solo. You have yeah. to fly. So I, I sit right pilot. Kerwin, when I, when I threw it into hyperspace, it was like the culmination of my Star Wars dreams all coming true. I teared up. My wife looked over. She's like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm crying in the middle of a ride. Leave me alone. <laughs> I yeah, was I, an engineer. I, I got to button awesome. mash. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, I, had a, I had a Go same ahead. reaction on uh, Rise the Resistance. Minute those shuttle bay doors yeah, open and you are on a Star Destroyer, I just, I, 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 air left my body. My wife had to literally drag me because I was just so lost. Yeah. Yeah. I was pretty uh, lost. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I haven't been on it either. So, because I can, because I could never get um the line was too long, or I could just never get uh for rides. I could just never get a virtual queue. So, never been on either we'll one. Woke up at like five. No, we didn't get up that early. It, it felt like we got uh, up early enough to rope drop it twice. Rise resistance doesn't have a virtual queue anymore. Yeah, no more, yeah. no more virtual. Yeah. Yeah. So, so maybe only, I'll go stand in the line. The only it's dream so that I have left. Uh, left for Galaxy's Edge is I am uh, I'm stalking him on socials to find out a day when Mark Daniel is going to be one of the builders. Yeah, yeah. I have to experience the uh, lightsaber build with Mark Daniel as my builder. We That's, interviewed him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, I love Mark. He's just amazing. So yeah. I have to find out a day that he's in Galaxy's Edge as a builder, and I've got to check. I got to check that out. Wow, okay. love Mark. That's yeah. That's something we need to look into as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I I really hope that I can take the boys next year. I know they're at the age now where they'll remember it and they'll have so oh, much yeah. fun. Yeah. 
you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, like you said, Sarah, you know, it's just, uh, you know, just seeing it through their eyes, you know, is fantastic. You know, I, I, I can't wait. Yes. When you were kind of smart to wait too, because we, this was our first trip, we went a few weeks ago, this was our first trip where we had no stroller, no diapers, and ah. and all kids could ride all rides. We had no parent swap. It was glorious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was the first <laughs> first time in 13 years. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, she she whined. She she asked to do that. You guys do parent swap, right? Yeah, we recently went and we did the parent swap, which it does get you to go back in, you know, quick because you you get to swap out and you get to the other parent gets to go quick. But you know, not there is there is something to say for not having to find your stroller amongst <laughs> you know one hundred mm-hmm. other strollers. <laughs> so katie speaking of rides what would you say your favorite ride is that you, no matter mountain. there you go space she knew it right away she, right away she knew it well it's because the reason why i like space mountain is a lot of people don't know that i'm really huge into astronomy that's one thing people don't know about me and i just like space mountain because it's a dark ride and you could see like the milky way galaxy shooting past you and the shooting stars and stuff like that. And it's just so cool. I mean, like, I know the ride, like, hurts people's backs, but I still love it. <laughs> See, now, I'm just I'm so just impressed yeah, that you can focus on that because I always just focus on not losing my hands when I'm putting them up. I worry about getting them chopped up. Oh, I, I don't put them up on that ride because I'm always afraid I'm going to hit my head or something. Same on that ride. I missed the line on space, the old line when I was a kid, when you would walk into where the actual ride was and they had the galaxy, you could see, you could look up and it was on the ceiling and you could see the shooting stars and the, the meteors and all that. And now it's just like, it's just a plain ceiling with, you know, LED glowing. And I miss that old ceiling. That was so cool. It sounds like it was cool. The line was half the fun. Like I never minded waiting in line because it was so cool. <laughs> right. But I do want to try Hyperspace Mountain in California, though. I want to try the one in Paris. Oh, my gosh. That one looks amazing. It does look pretty cool. You, you like, start out. It, like shoots, it shoots you. And they yeah. did the, the tribute. is a tribute to Jules Verne. It's, like, very steampunk. It looks awesome. Mm. It sounds awesome. Yeah. It does. Any other questions you guys have? Yeah. Oh, what's your question? Halloween, what's your favorite candy? My favorite candy is a Reese's Cup. Oh, yes. Right here. Classic. I like this. Or Reese's Pieces. I like Skittles. Me too. Speaking of Reese's Pieces, Katie, uh, are you a fan of E.T. the Extraterrestrial? Yes, I like E.T. That's that's uh, that's one of Steven Spielberg's uh, first like couple of movies that he did. Yeah, that one freaked me out when I was younger. So that one was the first movie that I can actually remember seeing in the theater. I think I was like four or five years old when it came out. And I remember I saw, I was visiting my cousins that summer. We were in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And my aunt was afraid I was going to freak out in the garbage or the um, shed scene. And she had my older cousin, Deseret, take me out of the theater. And I'm like, I want to see what's going on. I got so mad because my aunt was afraid I would get scared. And then she took me back in when that part was over. That was I remember when I was five years old. So that was it. That was the movie that hooked me in cinema. I loved mm-hmm. E.T. so much. I had a, a little plush E.T. doll that mm-hmm. I carried around with me everywhere, probably for the next three years. It was like my, my doll. <laughs> Mark, was it, was it that leathery E.T. doll? The one kind of had it. It was. Yep. 
I had him. <laughs> yep, it was in the leather, but it wore off after oh, yeah. a little like a bit. Oh, hairless cat. Oh my yeah. gosh, that sounds gross. It did, and it really did. It wore off after a while, and then it just got like really like smooth, and and that thing was worn down. My mom threw it away on me because it got so ratty, oh, and she got rid of my ET. He went home. That's what yeah, she did. There you go. <laughs> I, I had that same ET, that leathery, got turned smooth one. And for I know for me, I chewed on its finger for some reason. I don't know why I chewed on its finger. So the finger was pure white, like he like his finger was frozen, frostbite. Well, that's because he was getting sick, and Elliot. You know, that's what it was. <laughs> he and Elliot were getting sick. I just had to go home. That's funny. Oh, excuse me. Have you, have you seen that movie, Keith? Have you seen uh, ET yet? Not no. yet. It is on the list. It is on the list. That's a really good one. Yeah. Keith, let me know when you watch that one. I would like to hear your thoughts on it. Okay. Yeah. You know so that you'll Disney, have... yeah, Disney Plus and all these have like a watch feature now that you can yeah, actually you can watch, watch them with party. friends. Mm -hmm. We should, Katie, you should do that as an episode. Ooh, you, should have, you should have an episode where you all watch a movie together and you can That'd like live cool. you can live yeah. uh, log the, the film. Yeah, that would that's be cool. That's an awesome idea. Yeah. How do you record yeah, a watch party? Yeah. Um, how do you record it? You would you would put like a sync like where where you're watching the movie from, and then everybody at home can watch it with you, and then answer questions and stuff like that. I like if you that. want to, Keith, if you want to, you could come back on and we'll watch a movie together. How about that? That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Okay. Nice. I'll bring the popcorn, Katie. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and we'll all have a watch party. We'll all yeah. watch something together. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I have a question, Katie. Yeah. So since Halloween's, I have oh. a question. Since Halloween's tomorrow, what's your favorite scary movie? Uh, Rob Zombie's yeah. Halloween. I don't know if that the, is. like the original nineteen seventy whatever it was. Or no, no you not said Rob Zombie's. Rob Zombie's Rob. because you get okay. to hear the backstory of Mike Myers, and I just like the um okay. backstory how. How he became like Mike Myers, and I just like that version. I mean, like yeah. I like. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I like I like the the original one because who doesn't like Wes Craven? Yeah. You know. That's right. It was Wes Craven. I, no I was just gonna say, not many people I could ask this question to, and not know if they know the answer. But I can ask this with confidence because I know you've seen both. Would you say original Dawn of the Dead or the remake is your favorite? Uh, the original. Question mark. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. That's, a, that's not a question, love. I'm, I'm confused. It's, it's okay. a it's a horror movie. I don't when you're, okay. are you, when you're older. It's a horror movie. Yeah. My daughter asks me, she's oh, nine. Last night, unprompted, Katie says to me out of nowhere, I want to watch Jaws, the shark movie. Uh, and right. I look at her and I'm like, you know what Jaws is about, right? And she she says, yeah, it's about a shark. I'm like, a shark that eats people. I'm like, you really want to watch Jaws? And she's like, yeah, I think this is good. And I go, you know what, Bella? I go, you won't go in the pool all summer next summer if I let you watch Jaws. You are not watching Jaws, kid. And it's one of my favorite movies. And I can't wait to watch it with her, but it's not happening now. No way. We were talking about that today, earlier today, because of we were talking about the cinematic impact that Jaws had because it was so influential on cinema in general. It created the summer blockbuster. 
And that was that was a fascinating story that I can't remember if it was because of the delays in production, but also because so many people were afraid to go to the beach. There were so many cancellations and, and vacations in Florida and along the East Coast and the West Coast. It sent people to the theaters indoors to see movies, and it was so popular. It was released in the summer that that's where the summer blockbuster was born, was from Jaws. It's so mm-hmm. fascinating, too, because of the technical problems they had, they weren't able to really reveal the shark the way that they originally right. had intended. We were talking so about were, that, too. She yeah, they went with this really artistic approach where the shark only really appears two or three times in the, in the entirety of the film because they yeah. couldn't get the technology to work correctly. And it wound up and it being made it so much scarier. You're like it's watching like it from yeah. the point of view of the shark. And it made it because when you're in the water, in the ocean, you can't see anything. It's dark. Yeah. And so it makes it even freakier. And before that, most horror movie, the genre, it was like you would see the monster, you would see the whatever, and it was usually very hokey and it was fun, but it wasn't really scary. You have this this brand new cinema cinematographic 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 cinema photographer cinema <laughs> cinematographic feet uh, like. A technique that's from like we're technique where mm-hmm. you don't show the beast or the monster and you're seeing it from their point of view and it's dark mm-hmm. and scary you don't know where it's coming from mm-hmm. and it was from a mistake it was because the stupid shark which um steven spielberg nicknamed bruce after his lawyer so if you have been finding nemo when the great whites mm-hmm. is named bruce i was about to ask is that why it didn't work and so they were like this looks stupid and so they just yeah. they did it completely differently and it completely revolutionized horror and, and you're right because they didn't have the shark spielberg also had to rely on the music you know so yes. he referred to john williams when you yes. hear the music that's yep. what scares you. You don't even mm-hmm. have to see the mm-hmm. shark if you hear the music. You know, as soon as you hear the music, you run out of the water. <laughs> and you're talking about two notes, yeah. two bass notes. And yeah, everybody it's just the minor And to mm-hmm. this day, if whenever mm-hmm. someone plays a minor second, just that just that interval alone, it like it, it it's it's John Williams interval. It's it's Jaws. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Steven Spielberg, y'all, he was he was only 24. When he directed that, he was 24 years old. I mean, that's, that's crazy. Katie, you have to have a popping the popcorn jaws one through four. You got to do it. Yeah. I'm, (laughs) I'm doing blade right now. We can breeze over jaws three. Skip that one. I like Jaws three. It was Jaws three was pure eighties. It was pure. It was. 80s. It was, and it's fun in the hokiness. Yeah. It is fun that way, yeah. And the 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 shtick of Jaws three was it was Jaws three D. Yeah. So yes, stuff that's in it. It's all gimmicks. Yeah. It was all three D gimmicks. It looks horrible yes. today without the use of three D technology. Mm-hmm. Sure. But everything that was in that movie was meant to elicit like a a three D response. Which. So, yeah. Which of the Jaws was the one that took place in like SeaWorld? That's it. Yeah. That's that one. Yeah. I love that one too. Three. <laughs> I love it. It's so hokey. Oh, I used to. It's great. It's so bad. It's good. Yeah. Dennis Quaid is in that one. Yes, he is. Yeah. I forgot he was even in that one. Yeah. You had Roy, Roy Schneider. Jr. Lou Gossett Jr. is in it too. Yep. Roy Scheider was, was in the first two. I thought Jaws 2 was an excellent sequel. Was. Uh, I, I didn't think that Jaws 4 was all that bad. Um, it was a little bit far-fetched to think that a shark had a generational vendetta against a family. But um, aside from that, it was pretty fun. Right. Okay, that is far-fetched. Yeah. Sharks don't even know these people. Right. Personally, <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 
than we are of them. That's right. That's they point. just eat people. They don't even eat people. They, they, just, they, they just mistake them for fish. Like, oh, okay. Usually, Maybe it's just defense. Usually it's a case of mistaken identity. And yeah. most of the time yeah. when sharks do attack people, it's like a bull shark. Well, bull sharks are quite aggressive. I mean, yeah. they're probably more mm -hmm. commonly associated with people attacks than great whites. Yeah, I love it. In in about thirty seconds, yeah. Keith completely demolished the entire plot of Jaws. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. And he hasn't even good. seen those movies. He hasn't even seen it, and he's like, nope. <laughs> Keith, and that's I just don't what want her wrong. to be afraid of the beach. <laughs> Yeah, it like ruined my sister. That was oh, it ruined me. It still ruined me. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, 40, I'm 42, and Jaws still ruined me for the beach. Mm. Mm. I'm not. Well, I still don't like to swim in water if I can't see through it. It's, it I will, but it scares me a little. That's why I stay because I live in Florida. I just stay on the shoreline. Nope. You go out by the buoy. You have fun. I'm staying by the shoreline. Nope. <laughs> If you but if go to the beach dolphins, with me, I don't worry about it because the dolphins nope. eat the sharks. I just stay on the shoreline. Nope. So like, there are um, actually like stories and records of dolphins protecting people from yeah. sharks. I've heard stories. Mm -hmm. So, Katie, what would you say is your favorite film franchise? Multiple films. What would you say that all of the time your favorite franchise is? That is it? Harry Potter? Is it Star Wars? Is it James Bond? Is it the Hunger Games? What's your favorite go-to franchise that you just absolutely love? Um, it's Harry Potter. I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Yes. yes. Hi. And Star Wars is my second favorite. So I could go to Star Wars and Harry Potter any day. But Harry Potter is my first favorite. I've read all the books and I've seen all the movies. I've even read Hunger Games and Divergent too, and seen all the movies too. But it's it's Harry Potter. I just like um how those characters come together like the first one's okay but it gets better and better and my favorite harry potter movie is the half-blood prince because uh snape's my favorite character and you learn about snape a lot more and he's a complex character and how how so he actually is and how he's actually trying to protect harry potter even though that he's mean to him he's trying to protect him yeah. Okay, so you're ready? We're going to take a page out of United We Fans' book. You are Mount Rushmore of Alan Rickman movies. Oh, uh, Love Actually. Um, Love Actually. I have to look it up. I don't know exactly all. You gotta have Die Hard in there. Die Hard. <laughs> you gotta have Die Hard. I love Love Actually. I agree with you. That would be online as well. Sense and Sensibility. So that was the first the first movie I ever saw with Alan Rickman was Sense and Sensibility. And I just fell in love with the character, Christopher Brandon. I loved it so much. I loved his character that I wanted to name, if we ever had a boy, I wanted to name him Christopher Brandon. And my husband put the kibosh on it because I have an ex-boyfriend named Brandon. He's like, we're not naming our son after your ex-boyfriend. So it's love, actually. It's love, actually. Die Hard. Uh, Robin Hood. Um, he mm. was in Sweeting Todd, and I liked him in Sweeting Todd. Yes, Robin Hood. Yeah. I love yeah. that Robin Hood with Kevin Costner, Prince of Thieves. Mm -hmm. So, what is what is y'all's Mount Rushmore of Alan Rickman movies? What is y'all's what is y'all's Mount Rushmore? I'm taking yours. I'm Me just too. taking yours. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. 
I would yeah. probably throw in one of the Harry Potter movies to represent all of them. And um, Sense and Sensibility, would, that would be one of them. And here's a confession, as much as I love movies, I've never seen Die Hard. <gasps> what? Never. It's a Christmas movie, so you can go. <laughs> I know. It's the season. I've never seen it's, it. It's one of Bruce Willis's better movies. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alan really Rickman like- stole that movie, so yeah, you, you definitely have to catch it just for Alan Rickman's performance. Right. Yeah. Interesting he, piece of trivia. He didn't start acting until he was my age. He was 42 or 43 when he got his yeah. first acting gig. Wow. So that's kind KDB, cool. settle the debate. Die Hard, Christmas movie or no? Uh, Christmas movie. Absolutely. I say Christmas. You I go. Agree. I haven't even seen yeah. it. No, I, say, I know it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are It's Christmas I watch it. at Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah. I watch it every Christmas. It's like one of those movies that I have to watch every Christmas. But also mm-hmm. another movie that I like Bruce Willis in is uh, The Fifth Element. I don't know if anybody's seen that one. Multipass. It's been a long time. I think we saw it in the theater when it came, I think it was like 10 when it came out. And it just didn't register with me at the time. Yeah. It's been a long it was one time. of Mila Jovovich's first films. It was a breakout performance for her. Right. She, she won. What's yeah. what's your what's your favorite Disney movie? Um, I really like The Little Mermaid, and um, I don't know my husband's favorite Disney movie. I don't think. Well, Star Wars is now Disney, right? It is. <laughs> it is. So Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Empire Strikes like Back's my favorite too. That's my favorite. Uh, Keith, what what's your what's your favorite Star Wars movie? Oh, Star Wars movie. A New Hope. A New Hope. Nice. That's a good one. OG kid here. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That was the first Star Wars movie you saw. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. And what's Empire your favorite Disney movie? Yeah, same thing. Empire. Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. without a doubt. And what's your favorite That's Disney movie? Do you have a favorite one? I'm sorry, a favorite Disney movie? Yeah, what's your favorite Disney movie? Do you have one, Keith? He doesn't know. I need some time to think about it. I guess he'll need some time to think about it. Which, what's your favorite? Sarah, what's your favorite Disney movie? Oh, golly. I mean, it depends on if you're talking animated, um, live action, classic versus renaissance versus modern. I have, there's so many. Um, Whatever. Okay. All right. So, Disney movie. Jeez. Animated, probably The Lion King. It always gets yeah. me. It yeah. just, it, the feet right in the feels, I, just yeah. on a spiritual level for that one. Because the, when he sees his dad and he says, remember who you are, you're more than what you've become. It's like, even as an adult, that I, I'll sometimes hear that message right. in my head and I'll be like, I can do better. I can be more. Mm-hmm. I can be better. Mm-hmm. Um, Simba. <laughs> um, yeah, probably The Lion King when it comes to animated. As far as movie movies, I don't know. That mm, That's a tough one. There's so many. I mean... Disney was my childhood, so I mean, you name the movie, and I probably saw it and loved it. I, I have a. Although this makes me think of something, I'm. I've been wondering this for a while. As most of us here are pretty big Disney fans, does anybody else remember the '80s series Danger Bay? 
Did anybody else no. watch that? I just love it. No. Am I the only one? Mark, Mark, you remember? We were talking about that, I want to say like two or three weeks ago. Yeah. We were like just reminiscing on all old Disney stuff, like animated too. We were, um, I don't know what prompted me to do it, but I started singing the Gummy Bears theme. Probably because I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> Theme songs just went really, really hard back then. Like they didn't mm -hmm. play around. They're like, we don't care if this is a, like an afternoon show. Like we're going hard. Like the DuckTales theme. We, mm -hmm. we like we went on all DuckTales, Gummy Bears, Rescue Rangers theme, mm -hmm. even Darkwing Duck. They like they brought the they brought the A list talent to those theme songs, mm -hmm. but. Disney, Disney still get stuck in my head to this day. Those things. Oh, yeah. I watched that every day after, and I was like in high school, middle school, and high school when that was on TV. And I, I would, I'm like, I'm way too old for this. I don't even care. I'm still gonna right. watch it every day. That's, yeah, I've never great. seen it. But yeah, got, Ranger Bay and the, Edison, and the Edison Twins were the two that I remember when we first got the Disney Channel in 1986. And I was curious since we were going to be talking about film if anyone else had seen those because I was just addicted to those. Uh, were there any other? Uh, speak, uh, let's continue to age ourselves since we're doing it so well here. Um, did anyone else hear Mickey Mouser size like I did? Yes. Oh, yeah. am, I the, am I the only person that Mouser sized? Because no. I, no, I remember that. Mm -hmm. And Masterpiece Theater. I was show, so my husband yeah. was a big PBS kid. Like his parents would watch PBS growing up, and he was talking about Masterpiece Theater. And I was like, Ah, but did you ever see Masterpiece Theater? And I oh. found it on YouTube and I was showing him old episodes of George Plimpton, like totally academic, you know, approach to analyzing the old Disney cartoons. And he was like, I never saw this. And it was so funny because it said subscribe now. And it had like the Disney channel and it had the 800 number on it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so old. <laughs> right. Great. It was great. Keith, you still like you still watch Seinfeld sometimes, don't you? Remember last time you were saying you like you like Seinfeld? What's your favorite episode? Show. Do you have a favorite episode? Uh, the one with the soup. The soup nuts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no soup for you. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. No soup for you. <laughs> and it's on Netflix right now, so you can watch it as much as you want. Yeah. They get all the seasons for free. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they do. Have you guys seen it, Sheen Wine? Um, I've actually only seen like like bits and pieces of episodes, but like never actually seen like like sat down and like binge watched it. Gotcha. Yeah, right now I've been watching I've been watching that and Friends. Does anybody else like Friends? Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, I remember waiting yeah. week to week for friends. That was plus mm -hmm. CTV was what they called it. Yes, and it you, was. You had a man in like those were the first watch parties that we would all get together, friends watching friends. Like I remember that so yep. well in college. We would get together. In college and watch <laughs> we would after dinner, we would gather around the TV that was in the, the lounge area for the dorms. And, and that was like my mm -hmm. one of the defining experience of my college years was Thursday nights and at the mm -hmm. Cannon Center watching Friends and uh, Seinfeld back to back. And, and listen, I don't care. I don't care what anyone says. They were on a break. They were on. <laughs> <a break. laughs> and yeah. if you watch the Friends reunion, they even reiterated that they were on a break. So anyone who says otherwise. You're wrong. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. And yeah. I'm also any other? Frasier. You like Frazier? I like that shirt too. Yeah. Frasier. Like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like Frazier. What do you like about Frazier? Do you like because he's a podcaster or like a radio talk show host? He's just funny. Mm -hmm. He's just mm -hmm. funny. Yeah. I guess yeah, yeah, he's a yeah, favorite episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, it's the one where they it's called the Innkeepers. I believe it's season two, episode twenty-three, right before season two, episode twenty-four, Dark Victory. Um yeah, that's the one where they open up a restaurant called the Happy Brothers, and everything goes wrong. <laughs> Starting with Niles chopping eels without taking them out of the tank to an exploding cherry jubilee. Yeah, and cherries embedded in an acoustic ceiling tile. <laughs> Ker Kerwin, you gotta, you all gotta start a a, a Frasier podcast now. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> I just said that, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how many times we watched that particular episode, but yeah, Frasier is on. I don't know every other day. You know, mm -hmm. we're just going through watching. You know, the different seasons, different episodes. So yeah, so that's what we watch. Yeah. You guys have any I other like questions for me? Oh, what? Sorry. Go ahead, sir. I was gonna say I like, I like the one where they're driving. Um, I think I can't remember if they're driving from Canada back into the U.S., but there's a checkpoint, and Daphne's in the. I, the, the, I think they're in an RV. And she doesn't have her papers with her. And, you know, she's British. And the only thing she can think to do is to say, sure, because it's the only word she can say without her British accent. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, and my second favorite is that episode, Ham Radio, season four, episode 18. So Frazier tries to make a recreation of the KACL's first radio drama, Nightmare Inn. And everything goes wrong. Like that's course, just the classic plot. Everything goes wrong. Everything, everything goes, goes wrong. wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like All right, the so man, I have some the trivia. Is doing at least half the voices for the show right, quits. So Frazier has to bring for you. You ready? Brother. Yeah. I got some trivia for you, Keith. I, I I have a good feeling about this. What do you know? What show Frazier was from? Oh, the spinoff. Frazier. Oh, yeah. he knew. Cheers. Like he nailed it. Cheers. Good job. Nice job. You, That's amazing. Have That's you seen amazing. Cheers? No. No. You haven't seen Cheers. But, you know, the connection between Cheers and Star Wars, Rhea Perlman. Yep. So she oh, was yeah. voicing one of the characters in the Bad Batch. She was Sid. Yes, she was Sid. So I mentioned to Keith who Rhea Perlman is because, of course, he didn't. She he didn't know um, Rhea Perlman or he's never watched Cheers. So that's how he found out Cheers. And then um, uh, Frazier was a spinoff of Cheers. So it's all connected. Yep. And we just talked about uh, we were doing a solo podcast and we talked about Woody Harrelson and his start on that's Cheers right. and yeah. how far how far he's come. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Woody was also on Cheers. Yeah. Who's yeah. he? Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Beckett. He like he's in solo. He's in solo. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? actually? I did not like Solo too much. That's <gasps> the one Star Wars movie I did not like. You're hurting my heart. Oh, me too. Heart. I love Solo. So you don't want to make Solo, solo Two happen? Is that what you're telling me, make Katie? Solo, solo Two is not going to happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess I that's a hot take. I no. thought it was. Pretty I guess that's a hot take. That is a hot take. <laughs> just, just in this group. 
We're still have friends. You, We're still friends here. It's all good. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> well, I guess maybe I wasn't in the right mindset when I watched it or something. I don't know what it was, but there was something about it that I just didn't like it too much. Amelia Clark can read the dictionary, and I'll go pay $10. For <laughs> the Mother of Dragons, I will go and pay to watch Amelia Clark act in anything. I love her. She's amazing. She's amazing. Yeah. Have you guys seen it, Shewine? Have you seen Solo? Yeah, we saw Solo in the theater. I think we were actually at Disney Springs, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we were at Disney Springs when we saw it. Yeah. Did you like it, Shewine? Because I know you're not really a Star Wars fan. I like Star Wars. Um, like, I've seen all the movies and everything. It's not like I dislike it. It's just that there's, like, other series, like, I like more. It's more my husband, who's, like, really into Star Wars. He's trying to get our son to like it, but, like, he's, like, he he, he watches, like, the first hour of Star Wars, and then he's, like, mm, I'm ready to go on my tablet now. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, really <laughs> jealous of the father and son podcast show, because I can't get my son to watch Star Wars. I've tried the lego one i've tried it all and he gets bored and goes okay cool i'm gonna go watch naruto i'm like all right thanks <laughs> I, I, don't feel bad my daughter's the same way she loves the idea of Star Wars. She knows yeah. who's who. She loves the concept of it. She loves Galaxy's Edge. She cosplays as Ray, mm -hmm. but she just can't sit for the movie. I don't know why. She just Same thing. He's got all the toys. He plays the video game, and he just he can't get him to watch the movie. I don't know what it is. That's her little well, brother. That's our friend. I mean, I mean like Leo. all upstairs to play on his Nintendo Switch. Yep. Yep. Legend of Zelda, something or other. Oh, that he no. doesn't want to sit through the movies, and he get, he understands the <laughs> concepts. Like he, when he built the lightsaber at Sabi's, he chose he he's always been a fan of the dark side. He has always had a thing for Darth Vader and and Kylo Ren, and I don't understand it, but that's <laughs> that's his jam. He's into the dark side, and so he chose a Sith hilt. But then he wanted a green kyber crystal. And he uh, said because he wanted to use the power, because the, the, the Sith hilt represents power and control. But the green kyber crystal, he said, is so he remembers to use the power and control for good and not evil. Oh. You just got to tell him, Sarah. You just got to say, listen, the dark side of the force is a pathway to many right. abilities that some consider to be unnatural. Natural. <laughs> <laughs> right like like it's you a, were talking about, like you were talking about on Bo babu's freaking podcast mark you were talking about mace windu he can windle like both sides of the force and um he's one of my favorite star wars characters and i just thought that was interesting i meant to tell you the other day i just thought that was interesting when i was listening to it so um, I uh, I don't want to turn this into a, a Star Wars discussion per se on you because you can go south quick, but I don't know if you had a chance to watch Star Wars Visions. There was a really oh, cool so moment in Star Wars Visions. So there's all of these uh, these Force users that they ignite their blade and the blades are all red, and then after the fight's over, one of the guys whose blades red then diminishes to a purple and i was like oh that was so cool because like mace windu he can mm -hmm. mace windu can channel some of those dark side elements in his fighting style without giving into the dark side completely and totally 
So I thought that was really cool that that was like reinforcing the canon of Mace Windu's fighting style seven that I was like, I get it. That's where I geek out, Katie. I get like really, right. those are the moments where I go, Wee, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> and my wife looks at me and she's like, Mark, I love you. You're such a nerd. I love you. <laughs> Keith, I know your favorite character is Ahsoka. What what do you like about her? You don't know who it? I think Ahsoka. Keith, can I ask you a question? Because I'm a little jealous. What was it like to interview Ashley Eckstein? Well, we didn't really interview her, but she was at the end of our interview with Mark Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. It was an audio recording. We yeah. still have it. Yeah. It was a surprise. We didn't know that she actually recorded it until, um, you know, until Mark told us about it at the very end and he played it for us and we were shocked. We were, we couldn't believe it. Yeah. yeah. But you also said that Ahsoka reminds you of yourself, right? Sort of. Yeah. Right. You know, mm-hmm. young, you know, wants to be a Jedi. You know, she it's always works, very, works very hard, right? But has it's you know, always fighting. Yeah, okay. Well, that's that's fine. And you know, you know, you have a mind of your own. You like to make decisions for yourself, but you know the difference between good and evil. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay. <laughs> there you go. So, do you guys have any more questions for me that you guys want to ask? I have a question. Sure, Shewine. What what's your question? So I know that you're like, you know, like one of the biggest movie like buffs that I know. So like is there like a type of genre that like you like not necessarily dislike, but like that you don't like as much as some of the others? I don't like westerns. I will not watch westerns. Hmm. Have you seen The Quick and the Dead? No. That's an interesting Western. It's not very Western-y. Hmm. KDB, how does Westworld qualify for you? <laughs> oh, I write the book, Westworld. I like Westworld. Okay. But, but normally... Yeah, but it's not... I was just going to say, yeah. it's not a Western. Yeah. It's Aren't they on, like, season seven? Westworld? I'm not sure. I don't even know if they're still on the are they? Uh, okay. They're actually in production right now of season four of Westworld. Wow. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. They are in production as we speak. The robots. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's I run around. What about Paint Your Wagon? Like, where would that yeah. fall for you? Have you seen Paint Your Wagon? No, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> would a would a Western musical like Oklahoma does that do it for you? I like Oklahoma. Yeah. Oklahoma is okay. Okay. Or Seven. Yeah. Do you like musicals seven as well? Yeah, I love musicals. What's your favorite musical musical movie? Um, my favorite is Picked Perfect. I like that one. Oh, that's good. Picture Perfect. Okay. Yeah, she um, really like that one too. But I like but Mulan I Same. I like Mulan movies too. Okay. I like that one too. Well, but sad. if you're going if you're going old style, I really like uh, Mary Poppins. If you're going old style. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. yes. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Yeah. So again, I'm going to show Turner my Brothers age a little older. bit. Some some of this was just I was at that age, but for me it was Annie. Oh, I love Annie. Yeah. Carol I've Burnett. I've seen Annie mm-hmm. one time. I love Annie. One Carol time. Burnett, and it had um. Oh, what's his name? Uh, Tim Curry was her brother. Yeah. His rooster. Yeah, so I love cool. Tim Curry and um and Rocky Picture Horror Show. 
Rookie Poor Picture Show. So good. Mm-hmm. I just remember Albert Finney as Oliver Warbucks. He, yeah. He yeah. will always be for me Daddy Warbucks. Daddy Warbucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I also good. like Sound of Music, too. Yeah. Mm, that's a good oh, one. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. I'm definitely. looking forward to the new West Side Story. You know, I like the original. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I can't wait for the new one. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, but I'll tell you about it. It's, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a very good, it's a musical about the Jets <laughs> and the Sharks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also this like one Rand. has discovered musicals and loves them. She's like, in, <laughs> she's just about got Hamilton memorized. She No, I don't. I got like two songs. She loves, oh, loves Hamilton. musicals. I love Hamilton. I really like it's how so they good. produced that movie. It's so good. I haven't seen mm-hmm. it in person. I want to go see it in person. I saw Hamilton for $10. Oh, $10. Oh, I saw the cost of the Hamilton. I, I want to go King George is my favorite. Every time yeah. for free, every time King George sings, I love King George. He cracks me up. When I Frozen comes back, I want to go see Frozen. You know, uh, you know who the original King George is on Broadway? Oh, right? they're not Olaf, but Kristoff. It is Kristoff. Kristoff. Yeah. It's Kristoff. Yeah. Yep. Plays King George. Now, I know and and you know he also was in Glee. If you like, if you like that show, he was also in Glee. Oh, was he? Yeah, he I plays Jesse in Glee. Oh, okay. Oh, you have to watch that, that. If you like music, I've never seen you have it. to watch it. Yeah. It's about high school kids, but it's it's a really right. good like show. It it goes like what they go through and then they start a glee club and then they throw slurpees at each other and stuff like that. That sounds fun. And she got me she also got me into the Descendants series and the Zombies series, the some of the newer Disney musicals. And Descendants was okay, it was cute. But Zombies is so good. Like, I am hoping Disney, like, does some kind of a Broadway version because I would seriously pay money to see Zombies on Broadway. That was such a good little series. I love it. And I'm so excited for three. Yeah, they're going to make a out this this, uh, spring, I think, or somewhere in January. March. It's coming out in March. What? March 2022. I'm so happy. Have you seen Zombies? No, Mm-mm. no. It's, hey, it's I a have good question for you. So okay. Good. You have a favorite actor? Uh, my favorite actor is um is Robert De Niro. Oh, De Niro. I love that Robert because mm-hmm. I like him in Goodfellas. That's mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies. Goodfellas is like if it's non Disney, uh, Goodfellas is my favorite movie because I love mobster movies. You, uh, okay. I like that. You. That's a good one. Yeah, and and then if it's a girl actress, I really like uh, Julie Andrews. I really like her movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Julie Andrews is very popular. Mm-hmm. I really like her movies a lot. Um, but I like a lot of actors and actresses, you know. But my favorite director, I love Martin Scorsese films. Classic. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I like Wes Craven too. He's one of my favorite too. Wow. Mm-hmm. Any other questions um, before we wrap up? Because I know uh, some people have to go to bed soon. Any other questions <laughs> you guys have for me? So I, I have one real quick. Uh, you're at six months with your podcast. For mm-hmm. people listening to this tonight or tomorrow or whenever, any advice you have to people to be to like what you learned in your first six months and where's the future lie um so 
I, um, so I just say, if you want to do a podcast, just, uh, just don't, just don't listen to anybody that's going to be negative towards you. Just, just do what you want to do. Don't worry about if you don't have an intro or outro, or if you're talking wrong or speaking the wrong way, don't worry about whether people think of you. Mm. Just be yourself. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to start somewhere. That's perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And That's then exactly I right. see it. I see it going like I'm just going to continue to review movies that I think are cool and other people might like or might not like. But at the end of the day, if I know I'm making somebody happy, that's where I see it going. We're, um, here's a question for you guys. Where do you guys see the podcast going in the next six months? Well, for uh, us, again, I, I keep going back to the, your YouTube channel and just how much it exploded in such a small amount of time. And yet you're making an amazing community by your, uh, your passion for the movies and your kindness towards other creators. So I see your community growing and growing, and that means your podcast is going to keep growing and growing. So that's kind of where I see I see it exploding. And again, we're so happy to make friends with you while – it hasn't exploded so much that you won't have time to make friends. <laughs> right. Thank you. Anybody else? Katie, I want, I just, I've told you this before that I know that sky's the limit for you. And you and I talk about this all the time. As long as you continue to just be yourself and you stay the positive self that you are, I think anything's possible. And I was, I was excited when you start. I remember when you started the podcast, I was so happy that you did it and that you jumped in with both feet. And, uh, I love how brave you are. Again, I love how kind you are. You're supportive to all of us, but I think you can accomplish anything that you want because you've got a really great mindset and a great attitude. So I, I don't think there's anything standing in your way. I'm really excited for the next six months, two years, 10 years. And we're here with you every step of the way. Thank you. Anybody else? Yeah, if I can uh, reference again the episode where you were, you know, talking about all of your favorite uh, Disney films, uh, I think it was a beauty. I didn't write down. I wrote down a quote that you said. I want to read because I thought it was very, very lovely. And um, but I didn't write down the the movie you were referencing. I think it was Beauty and the Beast, where you said that you see beauty in people and not judge them by their looks. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought that was beautiful. And you know, what you're saying that it's internal, what's, you know, what's inside a person is more beautiful than what they are, how they look on the outside. And I, I thought that was a wonderful quote. And that really sums up your podcast. You know, like you said, you know, you be who you are. You don't let anyone tell you, you know, what you should say on your podcast, what you should do on your podcast. You know, you're your individual person. Your views are going to be different from other people's views. Uh, your style, your format is going to be different, but it's going to be Katie. It's going to be your mm-hmm. format. So I am looking forward to seeing what you have in store for the next six, six months. So congratulations, and I look forward to seeing more. Thank you. Do you have anything to say, sir? Oh, I was just going to say um, that you impress me. Like, I'm, I'm so impressed with just what you've been able to accomplish in such a short amount of time. I look at the people who have come here to support you tonight and who wanted to be here, but maybe who couldn't have been. There were even more people who, if they had been able to, they would have been here for you. And I'm sure they're here in spirit. And that to me is just, it's so impressive. And I think 
when people like you and Mark, and I'm going to have to start listening to, um, you know, you guys, uh, the Star Wars podcast and, and She Wine. Um, I'm just kind of branching into the, not doing podcasts, but listening to them myself. And so I'm discovering this content and there's just something really special about like you and Mark. And there's just a sincerity there that to me is, it's what people I think are drawn to. They're, people are drawn to you guys. And it, it's not that anything that you guys do is like, you know, fireworks and, and this, you know, you don't have to impress people with like special effects or, or, you know, gimmicky content. You're just yourselves. And you guys are just inherently so impressive and sincere that that draws people. And, and if you continue to do that, you'll continue to draw people. And, and just th that positivity, I think, is what people are looking for right now, and especially now. Thank you. I appreciate all you guys being here. And uh, for all you podcasters, where can everybody find you, uh, SheWine? So you can find us at <laughs> www.BeKindSheWine.com for our, for our animated movie retellings where uh, I force my beautiful wife to watch movies that she wouldn't like, like RoboCop, Lord of the Rings, and we just finished Mad Max. And then a couple days later, I make her retell me exactly what she saw with no notes. And then I animate it. Oh, that's awesome. It's a fun time. So I hope you all check it out. What a great concept. I love that. Um, where can everybody find you, Mark Valentine? Uh, the best place to find all things Diz Life Podcast is to just go to this, Diz, D-I-S, lifepodcast.com. We're on a bunch of different directories and everywhere you find podcasts. But if you go to the website, it, you basically can select from the menu on the right side of the screen. It gives you all the, the stuff that we're on. And then I, I have to give a shout out. And I'm, I'm sorry if I'm taking more than, you know, the, a lot of time. You can play me off like the Oscars if you want. But I can't do this without Brian Lee and Mark Adams and Rob Volpe over at uh, Earth's Mightiest Weirdos. That's our, that's our Marvel podcast. I couldn't do it without my high school friend Mike Ruby and Brian Lee at Bobby's Frickin' Podcast. And, of course... Look, I could not do this without Dwayne Willie. He's my bet. He's become my best friend because of the podcast. I love him. He's driving from Maryland tomorrow to hang out with us. And our family, our Disney family, awesome. you're a part of our Disney family. Sarah's part of our Disney family. You guys have enriched my life. My podcast came from COVID that I was, I, you know, and Kerwin and I, li we live in the Northeast. So we were, we were coming back from Disney to pure lockdown, pure lockdown. And I was coming out of the Disney bubble. Like Disney blues are real, but when you come out of the Disney blues into quarantine, it was mm -hmm. like real, real. And I put on a Logitech headset and I said, this mm -hmm. is going to be the way that I stay positive and I cope. And it's just been the best, honest to God, meeting you, Katie, meeting mm -hmm. Sarah, uh, you know, meeting Keith and Kerwin on uh, like a, a, a YouTube podcast having a chance to meet she wine tonight this is what i love about this is you meet real people and it's a real it's a real i tell people it's a real medium because all it is is a microphone a person on the other end and a really genuine conversation and a genuine connection and mm -hmm. it just it's it's entertainment yes but for the people that are doing it it's just so much more I agree. Well done. And you guys, and you guys bring, I'll say this one last comment. You guys bring so much joy into my life. And I love each and every one of you guys. 
because you guys bring so much joy into my life and I like watching everybody's content. And Sarah, you're like one of my good friends. I can text you anytime, you know that, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and you guys have become like my best friends, like my family, like my little podcast family. And I just enjoy you guys. Yeah. We love you. So we love you. It's an honor to be representing team Diz life tonight. <laughs> right. And Keith and Kerwin, where can everybody find you? Apple podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, radio public, Amazon music, audible, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And yes, I have this memorized. Yes. And we're also <laughs> Katie, can YouTube, I just read? Facebook and Twitter. Yep. Can I and just say, check out our website. I just want to say this because I haven't had a chance to tell them this to their, to their face. The last time that we met guys, we were on the Disney bunch and you guys were really in the comments and we had, we had a back and forth. I have to tell you, I get such a joy in listening to the two of you. What you guys do is, is pure. It's pure. And it's so amazing. And it's just at the most simple level, a dad and a son enjoying something that's timeless that spans decades. And it's star Wars. I just love what you guys do. I'm a huge fan. Keep like, please keep doing what you're doing. Cause I, again, when, when I see a new father son drop on my Apple podcast, Again, I just, I smile. It's the best commute that I have to work when I listen to you guys. I love it. I love your show. Thank you. Thank you so and, much. And Sarah, everybody come find you in Dis, Dis Life. Yes. On the I Facebook don't have a group. podcast. I, I don't have a podcast of my own. I've been told I should make one, but I don't know what I would talk about at this point because I'm a family physician. And so my life right now is like, COVID. So, kind of, kind of it's we, not very we, Yeah, we will claim we will claim her. Sarah's is Sarah's a dislifer. I'll be a dislifer. There we go. I'm, I'm yeah. always on dislife. Yeah. 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 So and you guys know where to find me. You can find me on popping the popcorn on Facebook slash groups. You can find me on Patreon slash uh popping the popcorn. And I want to thank Amy and Dana from the Runny Drink Podcast and Josh. And you guys can find me on YouTube. And Instagram. Mm -hmm. I hope you guys all have a great night. Bye, everybody. Woo, bye. bye. Good night. <laughs>